what does compassion look like? It's not always the same. Maybe sometimes it's reaching out to talk. Maybe other times it's giving someone the space they need. Today on Rooted Daily, we see and mark how Jesus had a perfect eye for what compassion looked like for everyone he met. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less, each day we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy, and John Mark in his gospel writes about all sorts of miracles that go to show who Jesus really is. He is the son of God. And there's one that stands out to me, not just to show the power and authority of Jesus, but also his empathy, his ability to adapt to show exactly the kind of compassion that the people he met desperately needed. And that miracle is in the first chapter, verses 40 through 45, and it's the healing of a man with leprosy. The word leprosy in Israel uh, was actually a pretty generic term describing any serious skin disease. And even though there were different diseases that we would name today, it would all fall under that term, it was serious. And because leprosy was contagious, uh, society ostracized, it segregated those afflicted with it like this man in Mark 1. In fact, the law of Moses stated that if anyone came close to a leper, the leper had to cry out, unclean, unclean, to warn the other person away. The man would have been totally isolated from others. The only people he would have been allowed to go near would have been the people in the same condition as he. He, he would have been cut off from other Jewish people, from his family, from former friends even. It would have been a hopeless condition. But this man cries out to Jesus. And verse 40 says he begged him on his knees, if you are willing, you can make me clean. That's not only unconventional, it was against the law. This man enters a crowd of people to seek healing from Jesus. He could have been stoned for that. Maybe it was out of desperation. I mean, at that point, what else did he have to lose? But I think it wasn't just desperation. It was boldness. It was faith. He said to Jesus, if you will, you can make me clean. The way he says it, he has no doubt. It wasn't just hope that he had. He was confident that Jesus could help him. And verse 41 says Jesus was moved with compassion. He reached out and he touched the hand of this man. And he says, I am willing, be clean. And immediately the leprosy left him and he was cleansed. Jesus saw the faith of this man, the boldness of this man. And I'm sure probably a little bit of the desperation too. And he was moved with compassion. Now, before we go on, normally, I use the NIV when we're, we're studying here, but not here, because if you've got the NIV open, you'll notice immediately that instead of compassion, your Bible says indignant. And I think that was one of the biggest blunders of the NIV translators. The NIV is the only translation that uses a, a Western Greek text that says indignant instead of compassion. Uh, and I think they're wrong. Uh, you can Google why the vast majority of scholars reject the NIV rendering, why all other versions translate it uh, as compassion or mercy. And so don't get confused by that. Jesus was moved with compassion here. He wasn't indignant. Uh, and look at what that means. Throughout his ministry, the way Jesus expressed compassion changed. 
Here he expresses it in the most perfect way for this man. He touches the untouchable. But every time we see the compassion of Jesus in the Gospels, there's one similarity. It moves him. That's what makes it different from pity. Jesus didn't just pity this man. He was moved to compassion. Pity is just an emotion. Compassion compels action. The Godhead didn't simply have pity on this world lost in sin. God the Father didn't look out of the portals of heaven and say, wow, what a mess they are in. Oh, well, it's their own fault though. And then he went about his business in heaven. No, his very essence as God of mercy and compassion demanded when he saw the, the sin-marred world, it demanded action. He sent his only son to die for our sins for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Jesus, he didn't merely have pity on our world either, on me either. He didn't just feel sorry for the condition of the lost world he saw. He was stirred to action, to do something about the world's plight, compelling him to leave the glories and honor and comfort of heaven to come to earth as a lowly servant and die for sinners like me. And his compassion was not shown in just the big picture event of of Calvary, every miracle, every exorcism, every healing came from a heart that was deeply moved with compassion. It compelled him not just to feel something, to, to feel pity, but to do something, be moved with compassion. The Spirit, he didn't just have pity for us either. He was moved to compassion to give us the life-giving word. The kind of compassion God has is the kind that moves you to act. And that's what Jesus did here. He saw this man and he didn't just make his problem go away. He looked into his heart and he saw what this man really needed. Not just physical healing, but connection. To the world, he was untouchable. So what did Jesus do? Jesus moved with compassion, stretched out his hand and he touched him. Now, maybe to you that feels natural. That's a pretty common way to comfort someone, right? We hug or we touch someone's shoulder. Touch helps us connect. Uh, but at that time, and in that context, this would have been extreme. No one touched a man with leprosy. Not only was it risky, but it was religiously forbidden. It was taboo. And since Luke tells us that this man was full of leprosy, he probably hadn't been touched by a healthy person for years. The Greek word for touched uh, Mark chose here is often translated to take hold of. It shows me Jesus, he didn't barely touch him. He didn't just touch his shoulder. He placed his hand fully on him and immediately the man was healed. Simply at the word of Jesus, the leper was instantly healed. He spoke and it was done. So what does that mean? Well, first, put yourself in the shoes of the man with leprosy and you realize the compassion God has for you. He loved you when you were untouchable. He was moved to compassion, meaning he didn't just look at us with pity because of our sins, he did something about it. That it's stories like this one that remind us how amazing grace truly is. But this miracle also teaches us how we should view a world full of other people who are isolated and hurting and shunned to the outskirts of society. Too often we get into the mindset of pity. We feel bad for them. 
but we've stopped there. But like Jesus, compassion should move us. And the way we show that compassion should change based on the circumstance. You know, in one way, this miracle teaches us the incredible power of touch. And in an era, this post-pandemic era, we've gotten away from touch and we lose something when there is no physical contact. You know, God made us to connect in that way and being isolated behind computer screens, that takes its toll. But I don't think the lesson here is that the best way to show compassion is always through touch. That's not always the case. But what this does teach us is the way we show compassion should be specific to the person. There's no one size fits all. Jesus saw this compassion, or this man, and his compassion moved him to do the thing this man was truly desperate for. He touched the untouchable to find that need that the world just can't fill and step in. Just like Jesus, we should go beyond pity and be moved with compassion, whatever that looks like in the situation. When the world rejects, we embrace. When the world mocks, we lift up. When the world casts out, we reach out to. That's what the compassion of Jesus truly looks like. And that'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. I cannot wait to sit down and open up God's word with you next time. Thank you for watching this episode of Rooted Daily. We're praying that you're growing with us as we study the Bible and use God's word as our only foundation. If you appreciate this content and you want to make sure that others can see it, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app and hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, let's talk to debt. Just send me a text to 317-207-2734.